This is Magic Mall, the party spark of the J-Team, eight-time extraordinaire, the Cater Raider. This is your boy Chuck C from them throwback boys, Stacks on Deck, Zone 3 representative. And, and this, this is Atlanta, Atlanta Rap, rap history. history. First rap we had was Lad Mojo Hallett, and then MC Shotty came with the Pink Panther. Who rock, who rock, that's when D-Rock fell through, and Sammy Santa Hitman was all brand new. Can't forget my homegirl named Easy T. The hard boys and ghetto mafia from the east. Success in effect, a group called Damage. King Edward J making mixtapes. Man, it's a whole lot of history folks don't even know about. Leave it up to Raheem, cause I'm about to show out. Yo, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another episode welcome of back. Atlanta Rap History. This your boy Chuck C, Zone 3 representative, Stacks on Deck. Oh yeah, this your boy Magic Moore, the party spot, JT representative. All day, yes, every day, man. And we back again with another episode of Atlanta Rap History. And like I always say, man, we got a special guest tonight. Now this guest right here, every guest we ever had on the show talked about this person and how this person helped their career. Every person we had on the show. That's this right. This person That's right, right here is the beginning, not only in the music game, but a businesswoman. Before the music game, but a businesswoman. Now, you know, usually when I do the intro, I just say some stuff off the head, but not with this guest right here. I got to read it off because the list is too long. But let me tell you about our guest tonight. She's a successful businesswoman. She started her first business back in 1979. She had a jewelry store. She okay. started Sharon's Showcase in 1983. She had six locations. Yes, 1983. Back when your mom and daddy used to hold hands and walk down the street back in 83. She had three Sharon showcases. Sharon Classics, Sharon Secrets, Sharon J.R. Crickets in the South DeKalb Mall. You know you used to go there and get the win. Oh yeah. Sharon's Dance Club on Silverland Road. Sharon Crickets on Silverland Road. Taco Mac and Chair on Cherokee Road. The Comfort Inn. In Duraville, Rosetta Restaurant, Sharon's Wings and Things in the North DeKalb Mall, Rhythms Nightclub in Columbia, South Carolina, Rockin' Roosters Sports Bar in Columbia, South Carolina, $3 in Akin, South Carolina, Harry's Pizza in the West End Mall, Harry's Soul Food, John Creek, this lady is a business woman. And our special oh, guest man. tonight, we have with us tonight a very special guest, Miss Sharon from Sharon Showcase. Hey. hey. I can't do this for <laughs> It is an honor ah. and a pleasure to have such a great Businesswoman and a great contribution to Atlanta rap history. 
It wouldn't be Atlanta rap history if it wasn't for you. And we just want to give you the honor and give you the props and give you your flowers now. Okay. <laughs> you know all that. You know all that wasn't necessary. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we needed more. I needed to have the trumpets playing in the back. We needed more and more and more. Yes. <laughs> See, now you didn't even mention, you didn't even mention the one, the real one, which is now O'Reilly's. And O'Reilly. O'Reilly. Right. Go into that. We go get in there. East side. O'Reilly. Okay, O'Reilly. Those are the ones. Right. Well, Sharon Show gets O'Reilly. It's the same kids. They just been growed up and got grown. They done growed up. That's it. That's it. That's it. Over on the east side. Wow. Well, I can see how you can forget a lot of them all. You know endeavors that you had going on because that's a lot you know things that you had your hands in for sure and you know like he was saying you have blessed so many not just artists but young teenagers coming up in the you know in, in atlanta and on the east side especially and uh you know i just want to come in here and thank you because you know wasn't nobody doing it like you but you yes 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 so let's take okay. it back Let's take it back to the beginning. Where were you born and raised? In Atlanta. Atlanta, Georgia. What side? East side or the west side? The south side, I guess. South side. No, not really the south side. I tell you, on Pri Alpha Pride Road in South Atlanta. So it was south side. South, south Atlanta. Southwest Atlanta, where they were called Pride Swats Road. over there, Pride Road. Was it a Swats? Okay. Pride Road. So they downtown is Pride Road. Yeah, Pride Road. That's yeah, yeah. That, that's over that way. And, and so, yeah. how how was it that you? What did you get your business sense from? Where where did that come from? Probably being broke. Wow. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> That'll give you the incentive to do anything. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm serious. No, my daddy used to uh, sell. He worked for this textile company. So he used to sell uh, clothes and rugs and sheets and spirits and stuff when I was a little girl. Right. And he said, you know how they used to have door to door selling back then, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so he used to go around, we used to go around every Saturday and he would go out during the weekend sell the clothes. And on the weekend, okay. and I don't want to sound this because my daddy is dead, but you know, when you go out and sell clothes as a man, you kind of like start being whatever. So he had, he couldn't collect no money. So he, I would have to go out and collect the money so the women were trying to, you know, get two dresses instead of one. So that's, <laughs> <what I did. laughs> that's the only way I could put it. <laughs> so he used to have me going. And then back then, you know, in South Atlanta, wherever we were doing, I can't remember too much. I just remember the steps. I know the house was up on a hill. And you had a whole lot of steps to go up and knock on the door and collect the money. And I was the only one to collect because every time he go up, he come back with no money. So I guess he started taking me out when I was a little girl and I just would go around collect the money. And I saw how he sold. And my first real business, um, well, actually I used to sell Tupperware and Avon and Mary Kay. Mm -hmm. So uh, and we would go out in the park because I would take, because I had a lot of little kids, right? So I would go out in the park, me and my sister, and we, I had a little Pinto. We let the back end of the Pinto up and sell rugs and sheets and things out the back of my car. But I took the kids so they could play on the playground so the police wouldn't stop me from being a vendor with no license. 
That was not your car, but... <laughs> and I did. I just that's parked the car, sitting on the car, thinking that they they would think I had kids running around playing, but I really was selling ribs and sheets and spreads and stuff like that out the car. And I got that from him, just going around selling him this. I got stuff. So, what was your very okay. first business? A jewelry store. Oh, yeah, that's my jewelry store. Yeah, the, the jewelry store. You know, but wow. then what happened was I had a little cheap store on the corner of Glenwood and Camelot, right? East and side. I got tired of this kind of stand up all night long trying to sell $2 worth of jewelry. And I finally got somebody to kind of like sponsor me. And he helped out open up a, a real jewelry store and started selling it. All his jewelry was really consigned. Okay. But, okay. So as I sold it, Whatever I sold, I gave him the money for it, and I took some of the money. And all I didn't sell, then he would take back, and we would change it out. So people thought that my jewelry store was like a big-time jewelry store because they knew that it was all real diamonds and real gold. Mm -hmm. They just thought I had it going on, I guess. I don't know what they bought from me. Wow. Then I opened up. Oh, wow. <laughs> then I went down on uh, Moreland Avenue with my second jewelry store, and I would sell costume jewelry. But it was, uh, you know, Back then, it was kind of like people wore a lot of costume jewelry. So I would get maybe 25 cents for 12 pieces of jewelry, sell them for a dollar. And it was like selling hamburgers. You know, if you walked out the door in the rain, it would turn mm. green. So I like to do I hope they didn't see it. Well. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes sometime I'd be scared they're going to sweat before they got out the store. <laughs> but, you know, but that kind of like That's led right. me. It was, but it kind of like led me into the to the uh, record business because the man across from me sold records. I sold jewelry. Then all of a sudden he thought because I was selling so much jewelry, he wanted to sell jewelry. So I figured, well, if you're going to sell jewelry because I'm selling jewelry, then I'm going to sell records because you're selling records. But the mm -hmm. difference That's was, right. a, I don't believe in competition. I just want to do, I want to be the number one. So I said, okay, fine. Since I'm in the jewelry business and I don't need to be in the record business, I take my records and sell them for what I pay for them. So I sold my records for like 25 cents. Now you tell me who got more business, me or the man with the record business that's all he has. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it just, you know, that just went, that's where I, I guess I went from that to Boulder Crest. That was my third jewelry store. And when I got up on Boulder Crest, I was always into kids. You know what I'm saying? And for some reason, I was in the jewelry business, but I was more into little kids would come in and buy my jewelry and they would buy the records. And I didn't know the name of the records anyway, because my son, it was his really, I was letting him do the records. So he would be in school. So when they would come in, I would tell them I didn't know what records it was. So they would sing the record so I could know what record to sell them. And then they would dance to the record. And I'm thinking, God, you know, you start looking at all this talent. And I was excited about the dancers and the singers and rap when I then. And that's how right. that's how I got into the group to that, that my first group, which was the Flowmasters, I guess. Was the Flowmasters? Okay. Yeah. Flowmasters. Wow. Yeah, see that go way back. I thought they would call it USA Breakers. Oh yeah. I don't know if they were the USA Breakers first and then the Flowmasters of whether I had a group called USA Breakers. I don't know. I can't remember, but I just know that. Yeah, I'm the real guy. Oh yeah. Wow. So you know that well that that means you started um really the big dance culture in Atlanta. I'm talking about even to the Yeekas, you know, because I remember 
back in the day, that's why I first experienced and seeing, you know, people doing the yeet dancing that, you know, they even got out they doing the day, you know, that's real popular. So not just the rap music or art. well, speaking and of the dance, showcase pump and Sharon showcase the showcase had been been a platform for people to come dance and sing and rap. Is that where the showcase come from? The showcase came from the jewelry store because the kids would be okay. in my jewelry. You know, the jewelry store had a whole lot of glass and uh, you know gift items in it, and I used to let them practice in the jewelry store. So I've decided that one day I was just gonna find some place. So they, you know, they never broke nothing. Believe it or not, I cannot believe we were not that long. They were seven days a week, six days a week, six and seven hours. They never broke a thing. But in my mind, one day wow. I thought to myself, one day they're gonna break something. So I said, if I ever got fifteen cent above being in debt, I was going to get a place for them to practice. And that's when I got Sharon Showcase. The original Sharon Showcase was like a dance studio. They had Marlin dancing, karate, but on the weekends, for me to pay the rent, I would take and let them have a dance party. And they also they would in, they would show their talent. Then oh, I don't know okay. how I got to start. Then I started having like you know like national artists. I don't know where they came from. I like New Edition. Yeah, like New. <laughs> I mean, I you know one day. Now I'm seeing if somebody. My son was the one really kind of kicked off everything that I've ever done in the showcase. He came to me and said, Mama, can um, somebody call you about the new edition? And I thought to myself, oh, yeah, that my son is right now. So anyway, I told him, I said, okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. And then, you know, they just he came to me and said, well, can we get the new edition? Because somebody had called you about the new edition. They wanted to come and perform at the showcase. And I'm thinking, no, I don't want no groups because I want my kids to be stars. You know what I'm saying? I said, okay. But then what happened was, for some reason, somebody heard that the new edition was going to be coming. And I couldn't even answer my telephone that was popping. I didn't have to advertise it. I didn't have to say nothing. It just popped off the hook the whole time. And they... Wow. But, even, but when they first... when they but You see this picture you're looking at now? I wasn't going to let them point. That's why you see the kids back there and they got them robes. Because they were back there in the back arguing. You know, I have always been strict. Arguing and acting stupid. Yeah. Like, uh -huh. Some place, I don't know. Anyway, acting all crazy. So I told them they weren't gonna go on. The kids want to take a picture with them. They had to come in the back and take it with the robes on. But for some reason, I don't. Somebody talked me in and let them go on and perform anyway. Wow. But my kids, wow. I think I think the floor masters open up for them. I know the candidates open up for them. Some of my groups open up. For okay. Them. Yeah. So speaking okay. of that, let's bring in one of your groups. Yo. Oh, uh, let me see. Oh, that's all. Yeah, who we got over there? Y'all in the same right, right here. 
This is Joe. Joe B. This your boy Quint. This your boy Poop the Bill. Okay. Now, now we see we're talking about that new edition thing. We, we, yeah, we did open up for them. Uh, she led the way with that. And uh, one of the biggest things uh, with the new edition thing was. Well, y'all, y'all just don't understand though. Sharon had her doing security for New Edition. Sharon had her doing New. Uh, we were doing security. We opened up for them, but since that was our house, we still had to protect our house. You know what I'm That's saying? That's right. So Sharon, That's said, right. Sharon had her doing the uh, edition, but it was all good and all fun. That was an excellent night. That's a lot, right. a lot. Of, uh, whoever pulled that picture, up, that New Edition. If they could find the rest of those pictures, you could actually see us in those pictures and stuff. But I don't know who have those pictures and stuff. But anyway, no, no. you know who got them? No. What, hey, we were doing security until they tried to challenge us. <laughs> Damn. Oh, yeah. Joe, you want to speak on that? Yeah, well, we, well you know, they wanted to outdo us because they heard about us from the underground, but we had to usher oh, wow. them around and that would make us mad and and, and not to mention the sheriff showcase was the house that we built that's right okay okay <laughs> the first place okay. they ever performed in- y'all not paying no new edition go on uh <laughs> hey <laughs> we thank y'all for joining us man hey appreciate it y'all i'm that they were the first they really were the first yeah Okay, okay. And when you talk about Atlanta rap that they don't people don't know about, like uh, Walt and all, they rap, you know what I'm saying? They were dancers. Then when rap came out, they started rapping. Prepare yourself to rock tonight. To win the MCs on the mic. We're serving you hard. Serving you all right. When the USA breakers, they were on for sight. Hard Sharon. We also noticed too that it's a uh, it's a flyer that's floating around on the internet. And it's a flyer with the first rapper out of Atlanta named Mojo that did the grand opening for Sharon Showcase. It really did, you know. I had to remember that myself. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it's floating around, Miss Sharon. It's floating around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Mojo was awesome. a trip. I tell you, I mean, but you know, he was probably the most humble, and even to this day, I think he's probably one of the most humble rappers that I know. He really is. He, ne- he never. He really yeah, is. He was, yeah, he really is a good person. Yeah, but then great, they guy, all, great guy. You know, yeah, I mean, great guy. We had him on. I don't want to put one out, but you know, because all of them really nice. But I just know that back then, when you had people being so e- egotistic, he was not that way. Yeah. Wow. First Plus, he came out interview with him. Too. You know, back because the showcase yeah. was disco. Uh-huh. It was hard to have a rapper rap in a disco place. Right. You know what I'm saying? 
because we did cause in the south at that time I don't think rap was really no major thing, especially for that's what he was saying. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well let me ask you this, Miss Sarah. I remember when I was young and I had an auntie, my auntie Karen. She was a friend of yours and uh she passed away. God bless her. But she brought us out to your spot on Gresham Road and it was a skating rink at the time. It used to be a skate. Yeah. See, I took, I'm <laughs> changed. Yeah, I went and made it into a nightclub because I'm not in, into the skate. You know, I love to skate myself. Okay. But see, they, you got to remember. And a lot of the places, a lot of the skating rings, like Jelly Bean and all those, they were great for kids that skated. But what about the kids that don't skate? See, and if you got, if you look at the showcase, as many kids that were in the showcase, there is no way they could have been on the skating ring. So you can't put 2,000 kids right. on the skating ring. So it wouldn't have been enough room. It went first of all, it wouldn't have been enough room. Then I couldn't have been doing my talent because that's what it was all about. Sharing showcase was about doing talent first and part and second. And I just that's okay. what I wanted. Okay. The original Sharon showcase was not on Gresham Road. It was behind okay. Gresham Road. They used okay. to be dumpster. You know, it was a little tin house in the back of the you know, in the, back the one with Joe uh -huh. about the new edition. That was like a little a little tin house. So I moved it to Sharon oh, wow. to uh, to the, the uh, shopping center up front. But yeah, it was. It was, okay. it was fast okay. I think it was a fast edits, I think, before I got it. That's what it was? Okay. Yeah, it was fast I just remember yeah. coming up there, and it must have been when you probably had first kind of, you know, got it I before you like turned it. It was like the transit transition into a, right. Um, the showcase. Yeah, the showcase was like, the showcase was what it, the name was. It was really for you to, anybody that had any kind of talent, they were supposed to be able to showcase. And they did it every single okay. week too. That's why the people said, oh, well, everybody went to showcase. It wasn't nothing but the showcase. It was, I was the only teenage place. And if right. you know- if It you was. Look at it, yeah, you know, if you look back at the history, one for teenagers, a lot of kids, I got one, one of the girls now that worked for me, she said, oh, well, when I was five, my brother had to bring me to Sharon Showcase. Because he, he couldn't go out unless he kept me. A lot of the kids were like that. So Sharon Showcase started at five or six and went to 21. Mm. You know, that was Wow. Right. Then she said, well, when I got old enough to come, I used to sneak in. You know, wh how were you when you were sneaking in? She said she was 12. <laughs> you weren't sneaking. Wow. That was what you were be doing. You know, right. then as they grew up, I had to change it into, I got other adult clubs. Like the, once they got to be 21, 22, I decided I was going to open up another club, which was Secrets. And the parents, were, okay. and me, you know what I thought? And I am such a evil person when it comes to children. Because when the children parents used to come and try to get them out of the showcase all the time, because, you know, whatever reason they thought we were running some kind of devil house. I don't know what it was. Mm. All they did was stay. No. I decided to open a duck club, mm. make it really nice. So all the ducks could go out to the adult club, and then the kids could be at the case. The so they didn't and leave us alone. And leave them alone. I opened up the duck club. I didn't even want to be in a duck business. I didn't even like a duck club, but you know, not a duck like. You know what I'm talking about? A duck right. Like over right. Okay, so I didn't have a, a place for the grown people to go and party. That means that if they had to go out and party, they had to do something with their kids, right? So the kids could come to share and share cases. Right. And the kids were happy. And they were over there having fun themselves. That's how. I, that's wow. that's why I opened up that one. And then I started rapping. You know, they used to. I used to have disco, and my son said, "Mama, I used to didn't want him to rap because rap at that time 
I don't know. I just wasn't not. A, I'm probably the oldest rap person in the world. Like in rap, <laughs> but back then it was like disco was the deal, and where mm-hmm. rap came from, I don't know. But I did a big concert for Bojangles with Houdini uh, and Run DMC and the Fat Boys, and I brought them to the show. Some of them to the showcase. Now, and the kids really did like it, so I thought, okay, well, fine. If I got to do a little rap, but I don't want to make. I got mad because I wanted my kids to open up a show, a major show, and they said that my kids open it up because they weren't national. So I decided that I'm gonna do is I'm gonna make my kids perform and be rappers at Ocean. Anybody want to rap? Get rapper share and showcase, and therefore their people would have to come to the showcase. And that's what happened. So all of the national artists then had to come perform after my kids. They will open up for me at my showcase. Right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. They just and that's the reason that and just like my kids will open up. Then all of a sudden, then they could open up for like BB King, uh, Mr. Beeman. I never forget. Exactly. He would let him uh, Creasy come out and he she would open up for BB King, Bobby Blue Bland. I mean, all of the big artists. Mm. And some of the other artists, the kids would open up for them. Then I would say, I could let them go to the nightclub. They had to go and come out, but you know, then they could perform any way they want to. But originally, it took a lot for me to start getting my kids to get out there and start performing in front of people. I said, okay, fine, we just do it ourselves, and that's what we did. Wow, that's right. Tell me a little but bit you about you. Tell me a little bit about this group right here. Way before, now, way before they was getting freaky, way before they was getting freaky, way before that, they was at be Sharon Showcase. They was at Sharon Showcase. They were the only R&B group, I think, that wasn't national. Like the kids, they were kids. All the other kids were rappers. They turned into rappers, right? The dancers turned into rappers and the rappers were rappers, but they were the only real, the R and B group that came to Sharon Showcase. But boy, did yeah. they bring they bring the girls. I mean, they were just like, <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know. And it, when I see, I'm listening to them now. That's just my, they are my heart. They really are. But then all the kids are. Oh yeah, you know, I was um, a kid. I, I, would, I, would, I would, I would, have school with a couple of those cats. Shout out to Tim Zoe and Jimmy. You know, know my guys or whatever. But they are. Um, most definitely used to do the same thing at the talent shows, Miss Sharon. They used to bring, and they used to cut up on the stage at them talent shows and stuff too. But you know, you being the platform, like right you say, hey, you that ignition though. You that you you ignited a lot of these artists and these groups. That's why you on this show because you are a great part of Atlanta rap history. Because you being that platform gave you know us you know the outlet to be able to come and show our showcase to people from our neighborhoods and surrounding schools and all this stuff like that. So that was really important. That was very important. So that you part of the reason why Atlanta is on fire like it is now. Put it like yeah, that. It's yeah, on fire yeah. now. They can't take it away from it when it comes to this music thing. Hey, the yeet culture, I don't see it anywhere else where they got the dance culture like what we got. All this stuff was going down and sharing showcase. Yeah. But you can't give me credit because I think it's the kids. I mean, you really got to give the credit to the kids that were here. Do you know what it takes to stand up in front of 1,500 or 2,000 kids and perform and not know whether they're going to cheer for you or they're going to boo you? It, you That's can't true. give it to me. You got to I'm just, go out there. I think one time, I think Chris Tucker was doing a joke, was doing comedy. He came up there and he did comedy. 
And it was all I could do is say, if he, if they even think about booing him, I was gonna get mad. You know, so it was a lot of <laughs> it was a lot of pressure on me to let the kids come out there and, and see. They were just so happy; they just gone out there. They didn't care, you know. But I would right. out in the woods and see the kids back. You know, like okay, fine. I'm only gonna give them even now when they perform at my place. I only gonna give you one or two little minutes because if you do too long, I know they're gonna start saying something mm. or they're gonna want to challenge. Right. Dancers always want to challenge each other. Rappers back <laughs> right. then want to challenge each other. You know, like Sammy Sam and and what's his name, um, Kilo. They were always challenging. Kilo. Right. Sam and come to the club. I got to have bodyguards and things around. Here. Look at him. I mean, you know, just. Oh, they had a police walk him in and walk him out because you know it was like when it comes to rap. So don't give me no prudence. You get us to the cheer. I'm serious. He was the kind of that's right. All of them, you know. I look at no nobody, and this is what makes me mad with people from out of the out of the south, out of Atlanta. That they that they brought us something. We took it to them. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at the right. girl be thinking, what they do? They call it tweaking. Yeah, tweaking. Twerking. They were tweaking back in 1981. Yeah, they twerking. Like, twerking. So twerking. <laughs> they were tweaking too, though, Miss Harry. They were tweaking. <laughs> <laughs> they were tweaking. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, tweaking and twerking. <laughs> yeah, I had one little girl. Uh, see, she's with SOS band now. She started twerking, and that was in what 81, 82. Because the showcase, I, I had the showcase at the, the jewelry store, but that's not like it was the, the opening of the building, right? Mm-hmm. And they were back there twerking then. Mm-hmm. So now I would say, you know, Beyonce and Marianne and Jane Brown or whoever, I don't know, just J- Josie C or whatever. Not Jodeci to Jodeci. I'm talking about just, I'm just calling names. Mary Jane and Brown. You know, they think they can, they, it just came out, but it didn't. They've been had twerking. I don't know where they got, how they found it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't give myself credit for nothing else, but I will give myself credit for what is it, twerking? Tweaking. The twerking. Twerking. The booty shaking. Twerking and tweaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give my kids credit for that. I'm going to give my kids credit for the dancing, the rapping, and the, the uh, twerking. And the twerking. And, and also, what's his name? Um... What's up? What's up? I can't think of it. Pancho. Pancho. Same I'm gonna give him credit for having a decent song. So when I went to 97.5 and said that I had to have my kids perform, I mean do play that record, that he had a good record, record good enough that he made him play all of the rapper songs. Because I could have went mm-hmm. on there and, and, and like saying, okay, fine, I'm not gonna advertise unless you play a rap song. And then I played the rap song, and the rap song wasn't no good. Mm-hmm. But because the song was good, they kind of opened up the door so all the other rappers would be able to play the song on the radio. On like, the you know, radio. you can play that song. And that's thanks so to Miss Sharon. my player, player, player Poncho. That's thanks to Miss Sharon. Yeah, we had Player Poncho on the show. Shout out to Player Poncho. Yeah, I mean, yes, and he had a good song. You should shout out to Darren Fields too because Darren, if it had not been for Darren, I wouldn't even got it on because I wouldn't have had no commercial cut. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's just a lot of stuff right. started. You know what I'm saying? And I just get sick of people coming in here talking about what we they did for Atlanta when Atlanta already was doing for themselves. Yeah, already. Yeah. Name I was, I was based on stuff. You know, I don't know. Yeah, and maybe they did. No, but can we give you credit? What can we give you credit for having a place? 
for these people to come to, these 1,500, 2,000 people to come to, and having a plat okay, being a platform. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Let's tell me a little bit about this group right here. Look at them growing up. Actually. Now, when they, they used to like perform at Sharon Showcase, we know them as diamond selling artists, outcasts. That's the way we know them. But you I know, know they under were, a different they name. Doing all that stuff. <laughs> you you <laughs> know them under a different name, right? I know. Well, I know him as Arcas now because I know, you know, uh, Andre and all of them, boy, but but back in the day, they didn't have that name. They had another name. What's yeah, back. Name? Okay. Name? Yeah. Now, see, that's a different situation. Yeah. What, what was the name? What was the name, Chuck? What was the name back then? It was called. They was called was- Two Shades Deep. Oh, okay. I know it wasn't no Outcast. No, was it was not. That's Swift in the picture with them too. Yeah, that was Swift in the picture yep. with them too. That's the sorriest, most trifling DJ in the world. <laughs> Got to be great. Uh oh. Uh oh. He was the best. Now he was he was a great mixer and a great DJ. Right. Just would be late every time. I I mean I you know I didn't <laughs> never have to pay him because I would always deduct from his uh, salary for him being late. Never will that. <laughs> Wow. And, he, wow. and I tell you, and plus he was so him and uh Shady Allen, they were just great DJs. We used to have some really good mixes back in the day. Yeah, they started really? a song, right. you wouldn't even know when the song would end. I'm telling you. Swift well, I think Swift is they still real good DJs now because I think they all still DJing. Yeah, they all still DJ. Uh, uh Swift. Yeah. I mean, it's just a lot of, oh, a lot yeah. of the DJs. In the day, all of them are good DJs. And I'm knocking the DJs today because I don't know that much about today's DJs. I keep using the old DJs. But then back in the day, you couldn't, that, that was just, I thought they lived, slept, and ate DJing. Well, you got DJ Jelly at O'Reilly's now, right? I got him at O'Reilly's, but he's not DJing. He's doing this Atlanta okay. Mix talent. And it, got you. you know, yeah. He's trying to, we're trying okay. to find some new, you know what I want to do with the, with O'Reilly's and uh, slash Sharon Showcase. What I'm trying to do now is find do the same thing we did to Sharon Showcase in the old days where we just okay. bring in new talent and then they turn them out to be uh, professional talents. And Jelly is really good at that. You know, he knows mm-hmm. the music. Okay. And plus he can critique them, you know, because he's been there. A lot of these kids, people that uh, kids is growing up now, you know, they just don't perform. And I'm not knocking because I hope that they do get better. But if they stop thinking of that music, you rap music, you can't play no music on the radio talking about bitches and whole oh excuse me, I don't know if y'all can say this on the radio, not, but you can't you good, you good, baby. No, but seriously, you can't always, you know, it did it's good to think that way of but at least make the song well if you go use the word bitch, where well, they can bleep it out when it goes on the radio. They don't want to get mad because they can't get radio time. You know, and I'm not trying to brag about the ones in the old days, like you just like Outcast and all those people. I'm sure that they had the same type of music, but when they got where they wanted to get professional or get their music played, they had to change the style. And that's what mm-hmm. these kids got to do. That's what they're doing now. He's actually helping me work with some new artists. And we're gonna I'm gonna have me another okay. story. Okay, well, okay. That's Tell me about this that's guy right up. here. 
Okay, Shadi. Oh, and that's Coop DeVille. Shadi, my baby. Shadi was mm. like, if he come to my place, I will not let Shadi walk in my place without playing his song. I just won't. You know, I've been this song from the day one to today. That's my one of my favorite songs. Him and Get Him, Get Him Off, you got a good one too, Straight From The Dick. I like Straight From The Dick. Shadi was a dancer and he was an MC. And he, I think he thinks that he went from dancing to being a rapper. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But he didn't. I think mm-hmm. he, he skipped over the part that he was a dancer. And then I think one day I needed somebody to, because Eddie don't talk. He was DJ. My son is a DJ, but he don't do a whole lot of right. mic talk. So Shadi was in there, and I had Shadi kind of like pump up the crowd. And once he started pumping up the crowd, I think he decided, well, if I can talk this way, I might as well start doing some rap. I don't know where the rap came from with it, but I do know he was a real good, good artist, and he was a darn good uh, DJ. Yeah, so he right, right. Yeah, I heard it. You know, DJ, now dancing, DJing, MCing, and then rapping. Yeah, and right. Even right. though Mojo was the first rapper locally, mm-hmm. I think Shaq must have been the first one nationally. Right. That we, you know, that, that music got right. played. That's not about right. Yeah, because I think he was came up because he was even on radio. I don't know if he was on the radio before um, before Poncho's or not. I can't remember, mm. but I know he. Oh he, yeah, he, most definitely. He was there on the radio first. I don't know. I don't know if oh, he his first was was did he have? He might have did on the on the where they had the fresh party and stuff like that. Uh, right. Back in the day. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, shake it, shake it. Oh, definitely. Dan Fears was the one with the first party, right? So he would know. Yeah, Dan Fears. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Really because all over the field, I don't really care. Yeah. Tell me a little bit I, about these guys right here. Oh, crazy. Crazy. Killer Mike. Killer Mike. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I can't even think of it now. Oh, my God. He's going to kill Pastor Troy. Pastor Troy. That's the truck. Uh, PT. Uh, PT. Killer Mike. Killer, I'm going to tell you about Killer Mike first. Killer Mike, I used to have a, a restaurant on a pizza place in West End Mall. West and all of the Shout out to West End. I guess all the big time people really stay on the West Side, you know, like smurfing all those people. So they used, they, came, they used to come to the pizza place. And Mike came in one day and I asked him would he do a, a commercial for me. He did a commercial for me. He was, I don't even know if he charged me. If he did, he didn't charge me that much. Just like that, he just said, okay. No, he just, whatever you asked him to do, he just always, that's why I think he's is doing as much as he's doing like now, you know, with his stores and all the stuff he's doing. He's just one of those kind of kids just say, okay, fine. You know, if I can do something for you, I'm gonna do it for you. Yeah, and that's right. Troy, on the other hand, is really one of my little babies, but, Pastor Troy gonna get paid. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Troy gotta get paid. <laughs> <laughs> he might charge me tip money. I definitely don't pay him like you know real money. But if he don't do nothing, I got to pay a tip. I got to tip out something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. By gas, <laughs> you know. But you know, out of all the artists, like I mean, I just can't even name all of the ones that that went to the showcase. But when we got ready, I got ready to do this thing last year, year before last, and I asked them to come out 
and just do a share and showcase live on Friday nights. Every artist that ever went through the showcase came to me and they helped me. Before I retired, I wanted to see every kid that had ever performed at my place. I wanted to see them growing up perform again in front of me. That was wow. just like just like the dancers, like uh, the young dancers. When they came to the show to O'Reilly's one time, all I want to do is just, if I can see the dancers one more time, see the rappers one more time, see them vocals like them came, they'll come through, just to see them. And that's it. I've had, I've run my whole gamut. I can't ask I'll be there every time. year, every year for the annual Yeet Fest. I'm at Sarah's Showcase. All right, I believe that. Now, I've been in the house when uh, Fabo was there and performed. Um, yeah, I just not saying. Yeah, him and he do his uh, thing. Mo, He's in the Moby is both of them, but I think they I let them perform separate. Like Moby did his thing, then um Fabo did his thing by himself. Uh everybody did their own thing by themselves. Even Kilo. Now Kilo, I mean all of them, you know, if you look at all these artists now that people look back and say, look, look how long they've been doing this. Mm-hmm. And how still they got showmanship. I mean, they got the showmanship, right. they've got that. Some of them ain't as humble as they should be, you know. For some reason, they got to be stars, and they got start they stars. But on a basic, basically, most of them are kind of still humble, but they are good showmen. Mm-hmm. That's what you right, have. right. I, you know, I ask now, they just don't have no showmanship, you know. Yeah, right. I don't know why. That's so true. Yeah, but, but that's why that's what I think Jell is trying to do now. That's what he's doing at uh, O'Reilly's. He's trying to bring out and let them see you gotta have showmanship, interact with your with your audience and just make everybody just wanna be happy. I'm happy when I see my people at O'Reilly. Every kid that's at O'Reilly, I know that y'all grown, but I call y'all kids, okay? <laughs> All the kids that, that come through O'Reilly's, as much as I still cuss and fuss and act a fool, you know, I'm stupid anyway. But as much as I do, you do not know what I feel when I walk in the door and I see them in there. It's just. It's oh, yeah. oh yeah! Oh yeah! I I, I live to go to O'Reilly's. Like I used to live to go to Sharon Showcase. Fifteen years I oh, was wow. at Sharon Showcase. Oh. I never once missed a Saturday. Wow. My mama died. Wow. Was wow. Like, we buried her on a Monday. I wanted to make sure, and she was a part of Sharon Showcase too when she was living. You know, when I first started. Okay. But um, I live to see my customers. I really do. You know. Yeah. Well, I, I know I, your sister is a great part. Your your. Your sister's a great part of Sarah's showcase too. Cause she always been at that door for years. I tell you the truth about it. And one thing I know about you, Sarah, when you didn't like what was going on in your club, you had a DJ to start the music and tell them how you really feel from the bottom of your heart about what's going on. Sharon do not play. Mama Sharon get them right up in that night. DJ, start the music, start the music. (laughs) My sister, it. Yeah, showcase, believe it or not. Y'all, you know, this uh the last what five or six, seven years since I've been in a ride, people know me. But my sister was really always the face of Sharon's. Mm. You know, yeah. I look so much and I just let her go. You know, I'd be like, okay, fine, you don't talk. Because I'm really shy. She's not shy. I am a mm. real now, people think I'm not, but I'm really, you know, so I try to stay in the background until they say and it's almost like the kids said well, Sharon ain't gonna say nothing to us she ain't gonna cuss us out so let me go over there and piss, piss off yeah. <laughs> let something go wrong in that club she better tell it I fall for it every single time because I can go in my place and say to myself I go in my business thinking I am not gonna be mad I am not gonna get pissed off I am not gonna cuss you out today and every single time <laughs> <you know, my, laughs> 
It was like with the showcase, with the showcase, the, the rappers would rap, the dancers would dance, they would have a show. And then all of a sudden, when the show was over and the dancers were over, then they start acting a fool. Mm-hmm. I never understand yeah. that. I, I, that's why I used to have the show so late because I would make sure that they were on the way to pick them up from our adult club, right? And I stayed open to like four or five o'clock in the morning for the children. So two reasons. One, I stayed home so the parents to pick them up. And two, the buses didn't start running at five. And a lot of them rode, either rode the bus or stole a car. Or the parents dropped them. Stole the car. They had to get there one way or the other. They got there one way or the other. I was in the hot box two up there. As you know, the car you have about 10 or 15 cars left in the parking lot that belong to somebody who stole the car game up there. They got okay, to well, roll back with somebody else. Yeah, with somebody's car. <laughs> showcase and take the spectrum and take it on home. You know, they just do the car with the showcase, I'm telling you. But they got that. And, you know, they just, it's the entertainment. You know, like you said, rapping. And I'm glad that, this, and I, my son used to tell me, and I promise you, I told him, no, it was not going to happen. He said, mama, one day it's going to be rap. It's going to be mainstream, and people going to have their own record companies and their own, you know, just because they remember Columbia and all those places weren't getting into rap, and they didn't really want to distribute the stuff or even have the rap artists. Right. Mm-hmm. So they did do it. Luckily, a lot of the kids took and started doing their own distribution. Because I, I know some of them sold uh, records out of the car, CDs and tapes out the back of their car. Mm-hmm. So they kind of like their own thing, you know what I'm saying? And I'm so glad that I kind of listened to him a little bit because he's right. Rap is going, it's going to be here. It ain't going nowhere. Shout out to Ed Hood. Shout out to Ed Hood. Salute, brother. But see, as long as it crossed over, and I knew once once it crossed over to the other side of town, then we were go, we were in like Flint, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's they still don't rap like we rap, but we still got it going on. Yes, we do. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, Miss Sarah. I remember um at one point in time they had a spot on um I think it was Evans Mill and Lithonia. We called Motions. Yeah. That was Motions. One of your spots too at, at that time? Yeah, that was, it was first, it was on Brandon Road, then Sharon Showcase. Oh yeah, it was Motions. Then it went back to uh-huh. Great. Then it went to Columbia Drive, then Glenwood, then I think Emmer Drive. It was all over the place. I tried changing the names, but it didn't matter. It's still called Sharon Showcase. Sharon Showcase. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Try to fool us with that, with that motion. I, I said, no, it's Sharon Showcase. That's another generation. You had, I had, what, five generations of kids? Remember five generations. That's right. The kids that started the original one in 83, they're probably in their 60s now, the late 50s. I know my son, 53. Mm-hmm. So... Oh wow! The, the second showcase, it probably in the late forties or early fifties. The third showcase, the Megaplex. I'm gonna use with others was just like kind of like steps. Uh, what they call it, throwoffs. But the Megaplex, they've got to be in their twenty thirties. They got to be in their thirties, I guess. I don't know, you know. But I know it was too. So when the kids grew up, remember if you were in 1981, if you were 16 years old. Look how old you are now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
Well, I know a lot of kids were made. Huh? A lot of kids were made, you know, leave, leaving Sharon Showcase from all the twerking and, and tweaking that were going on. In there. <laughs> they were so, you know, <laughs> a lot of kids, were, <laughs> they were made after they left Sharon Showcase from all the tweaking and twerking. <laughs> Okay, is that why when they come to O'Reilly? So you're responsible for a lot of kids. Responsible for a lot of kids. You know, people right now tell me, oh, I had, you know, he came out of Sharon Showcase. Now I'm thinking, who is that? That's my son. Why? How did he? It took me a minute to start mm-hmm. realizing what you're saying is what really did happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm no. associated with Mel because she's still big time. Yeah. No, I right. Not, well, Yes, you are. Can well, I do like two minutes on her on my show? So I'm I, my my name is Melody, but everybody calls me Sweet Melody. I'm a affiliate with Geek ATL. Well, I'm um okay, and I I am the voice behind Nasty Dancer with Kilo. Wow! Wow! Atlanta wow. round history. <laughs> Around yes, here. Yes. I just wow. came out a short snippet, but yeah, I, I was on the dance scene. I danced with the crowd pleasers. Uh, I'm affiliated with Guest Obsession, 911. Oh, wow. Too Crucial, Divine Stevens, everybody who had something to do with Yeet. Oh, man. All my people, those all my people. We used to make their right. mixtapes for the show, for the talent shows and everything. Me exactly. and Kids Rock. He was my DJ yeah. on the J team. Kids Rock with that. New song out. Kizzy Rock, yeah. DJ Smurf, all of them. So I've worked with that's my everybody you named. Yeah, so. That's right. That's my family. I'm not They were in a contest at O'Reilly's. I guess it was a contest. Yeah, it was a contest. And they gave away $500. I decided because everything was so great, I just gave away $500 more, right? Mm, $500 I saw, I saw, I didn't know who she was then. So I saw Mel dancing. And I thought to myself, she was so good. I went in my pocket and I gave, I think it was $50 one. That's just how good she was. Mm. I mean, I, I just, And I stayed, I, and I, I stayed her dance won. before too. I know she had already won the money. I uh, wouldn't have gave the money. <laughs> 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 yeah. But I mean, that's the time when she stood out to me. Out of all the dancers that was dancing, she just, she just stood out, you know, and I just said, I'm gonna, just gonna, get, I'm gonna tip her $50 just cause I just like the way she danced. She is really, really good. <laughs> Get from everybody from Gary to Kool Aid to Ron Foster to uh uh, 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 uh just my hey I used to be on the stage with them hey, and kids would be on the stage with with our obsession not obsession but um the untouchable and I would be the one that called them out one by one in the in the uh in the talent shows and stuff like that and we'd be on the stage with them. that's what I'm trying to tell you that's why we got this show because we all a part of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. What school you doing to that? I'm gonna tell you one thing. Uh, that I'm gonna I'm, I'm say this if one on the interview. I started all of the talent shows in the Cab County because they didn't let people have it. And I started having talent shows. Then the schools kind of picked up on them because they knew they could make money off of them. But that was the first oh, talent, mm. first one that they ever did in the Cab County. And I did oh, that I because I had no way to perform. That was before I got Sharon Showcase. Mm. So my first right. off a lot of stuff that Sharon did back in the day. A lot of you know, stuff. Oh, man. The effect that's why we, we, had, that's why we had to have on this show. That's, that's why, why we, we had, had to have, have on this show. Real talk. We got to preserve the culture because, you, you know, a culture. lot of people don't know a lot of Atlanta's 
dancers and I mean the producers and the rappers came from dance. A lot of yeah. Did I tell yep. that? And I, and, I said, and I was on Divine Stevens. I, I was Go on Divine Stevens record label. You know Divine yeah. uh, Upfront Records. Yeah, I was on that with um the Lego Boy with Mr. Cool. At the time we did um Akon came out, but um. Yeah, yeah. Divine Stevens was in uh, a, a, uh, ADF, a, what was it? Uh, FDC. The group. FDC. Him and Anthony yeah. Francis. Anthony Francis is a legend in, in the Yeet world. He created a lot of the Yes, movies. sir. Yes, uh, sir. JJ Outlaw. You know, Free JJ. Uh, you know. Thomas. 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 Thomas and Ronald Foster. Yep. Yeah, no, I said Gary Kool-Aid. I got a picture. Hey, it's a picture of me on Facebook right now. With me, Player Pancho, and Kool Aid, and Sharon Showcase on a, at O'Reilly's. I'm gonna have to really get back. About two or oh, three years ago. Oh, y'all get a dog. Y'all get a dog. A dog. Come on, we can keep going with this. Yeah, yeah run. Come from your coach. Run that <laughs> list again. A dog. A dog did the crowd pieces, right? Right, the crowd please you had. Uh huh. So if you had to name some the crowd please, they were all over the original groups that you talked so about. So uh huh. FDC was one of the first, and then you had Untouchables. Then you had the Untouchables. Yes. You had Obsession. You had Too Crucial, uh, TCP, Nine One One. Atlanta Party Rockers was one of the first Atlanta ones. Atlanta Party Rockers, and let's not forget uh -huh. the group Rashawn Ali's in uh, Royal Passion and Rashawn Ali's Royal Passion. So, and I was in you. I was in the group called. I was in the group called Your Idol. And we going to start with Cab type of stuff. Yeah. Really? And, and so we I touched on the straight cats. Huh? You got the straight, straight cats. Come on yeah. now. So all these black rappers came out on my guess. Mm -hmm. All and, and everybody that I named danced at Sharon Showcase. Everybody mm -hmm. I named. Right. TCP used to be, they came after your first group. They performed for you after the first group, right? Shannon. Uh, what you what? Yeah, the crowd pleases. Okay. They they were they. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They did. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. That was a great group. Anthony and, and you know they they ended up being rappers. They became uh TCP. Uh, exactly. I bet you won't get crumped. I bet you won't. I bet you won't get crumped. I bet you won't get crumped. I bet you won't. I bet you won't. I bet you won't get crumped. Hollywood turned it out as it bounced to this track. This little song, song. I'll show you where I hear at. But we did it for the whole. That drop down and make that kid roll. Side to side, in and out. I bet you won't get caught. I bet you won't I get caught. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Melon did. DJ Taz, you know, DJ Taz wasn't a, um, he wasn't, well, he did dance. He wasn't a Yeeka, but he did dance back in the day before he became DJ Taz. But wow. he was okay. a game okay. Yes, okay. COG. The ones that perform good, those are the ones that were dancers first. Because that's what made mm -hmm. them. See, if you can rap and dance, that just puts you over the over the hill anyway. You know what I'm saying? Sleepy right, Brown. Right. Sleepy Brown was with guests. Sleepy Brown was with oh, guests. Oh, I never knew that. Mm -hmm. I never Rico knew that. Rico Way. Rico Way used to dance with guests. Oh, wow. Yep. Yo, you you know, see you know, girl? I love that. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. See, so y'all, y'all got the rapping history, but the history is the dancing to go to the rap. You know what I'm saying? Like your outcasts and all those kind of people, they could just dance. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. all of them. Yeah. Y'all were getting the producers, though, that came from Shell Showcase. Y'all, DJ Cutmaster Swift, who was your DJ, he became DJ a producer. DJ Tunk became right. a producer. Smurf became yeah. a producer, a.k.a. Collie Park. Kids of Rock That's started right. producing. Uh, who else? Right. Mike Frick. Mike Frick, too. Life Mike Frick. about Life Frick. Yeah, yeah. I told y'all, y'all well, should have been talking about Yeah, yeah I know. Right <laughs> y'all uh, right and you know what? That's why I wanted to interview, because you know everything. I didn't know nothing. You know what I'm saying? I can't mm-hmm. remember all this stuff. Oh, you did oh, awesome. You knew everything. I don't yeah. know what you did. Yeah, she's the godmother of all of this. All of godmother, it. Godmother, all of it. Not just but rap, but dance and sing. Okay. Okay. If I'm the godmother, she's the goddaughter. I want, oh, I want what she's doing. <laughs> I, I, I want I, what she's doing. See, you know what, well, man? When they she do, know, know, look, she's when the goddaughter. Yeah, she's the goddaughter. I, well, I, I said it. I received that. Let's, let's take a little <laughs> look at some of the pictures from back in old Sharon Showcase days. In the jail. So I did lock them up sometimes. Not that I'm <laughs> Police calls and everything. <laughs> but you have to tell you know, handcuffs. That's right. Hey, that's that's growing up right there, man. That's the great experiences, man, for a lot of people. Stuff to talk about. Reflections. They, have, they got a lot of stories. I can tell you that one thing. They tell them to me all the time oh, yeah. when they come to the They always tell me oh, about yeah. the story. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. They be chilling. And it's countless. It goes on forever and forever, forever, you know. Pictures at Sharon Showcase. Pictures at Sharon Showcase, man. The kids, all those kids, like you say, they grown now with kids of their own. Man, it was just an amazing look, amazing walk back in history. We we learned so much. Like I say every week, this is the fastest hour of the week. But we have definitely had a history lesson tonight on Atlanta Rap History. We really learned some things tonight, and we want to just thank our special guests uh, we 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 thank you for joining us tonight. It's been just an honor and a pleasure. We just um, it's an honor it's and a pleasure. We so glad that you joined us. Hey. I want to support as much as I can. Man, we right, we appreciate you. that. We love you. We love you. I love y'all. I love y'all more, and I love my audience more, and I love my customers more than that. Amen. Oh, wow. Again, make up. sure y'all come I'm to O'Reilly's. <laughs> make sure y'all come to O'Reilly's. O'Reilly's. Yeah. And Magic Pro, I tell them, tell them we we uh where they can find yet. Oh well, you know this Magic Moore the party spot. You can find me on Instagram, IG at Magic with a K more one hundred. And you know, like you say on Facebook, more hurt, but you got to know me to know me. Ed, one of my friends on, on Facebook, and uh, most definitely uh, 
Miss Sherry, you know, we friends in real life. And like I say, you know, we just want to thank you. And I appreciate you. Again, yes, I can't sir. stress it enough. And we thank you again for being on the show. Like we, like you say, you don't do interviews, but you did ours. So we thanking you. We thanking God for the interview. We giving him all the praise that, that, that allow us to um, be able to do this interview. Make sure y'all follow us on Instagram at Atlanta Rap History on Instagram. Make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you leave a comment. And make sure you um hit that notification button. So, so okay. you know when the next show come on. Say again, Miss Sharon. I want you to thank the Flow Masters. The Flow Masters, hey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank the Flow Masters. If they had a beer my support, that's the light, man. They will be Let's <laughs> thank the Flow Masters. Hey, we want to thank oh, the Flow Masters. What up? What up? Yeah. Where is Mel? We're going to bring, let's bring Mel back in. Bell, come in. What's up, everyone? Yeah, you, got, you got everybody? Yeah, everybody now. Fabulous. See, without the Flow Masters and Bell, I probably wouldn't have had enough nerve to do this. Even though I didn't see them all here with me, I just knew that they were in the background. That's yeah, cool. they've been right there with you. Y'all don't realize, I don't really like to talk that much, but I can talk if I got my friends with me. Yeah, we are. Okay. I'd be glad I didn't have everybody come in on in the group. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, you did that though, Miss Sharon. You yeah, gave an awesome interview. Yeah, you did that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's it for me. Awesome interview. Okay. Awesome interview. And again, like you say, make sure y'all uh, check out Miss Sharon at O'Reilly's in Atlanta, Georgia, on the east side. Decatur, where it's greater. Covenant Highway. Covenant Highway, right across the street from the racetrack over there in the plaza. <laughs> plenty parking. Plenty parking. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, and, and this your boy Chelsea with co-host Magic Mark. Hey, we out of here till next week. Peace. Peace. This is my peace. Peace up. A-Town down. Peace up. A-Town <laughs> down. <laughs> <laughs>